and welcome to Pig Ignorant Gamers number 21, which means that in America we can drink alcohol, and also in the 90s we could have had butt sex with other men, uh, until they lower the age of consent. <laughs> now I'm pretty sure that the age of consent, the homosexual age of consent in the, ni- like in the 90s, up until, you know, like about 10 years ago was 21, as opposed to 18, for some reason. I'm pretty sure. It, it might be. L- little know. facts for you there. Uh, I'm uh, Graham Goring. I am Mark Foster. Uh, and I'm Dave Williamson. Okay. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yes, am you I? are. It's am okay. I Dave Williamson? Well, you go on about it so much that I'm not even sure anymore. <laughs> it's just, no, am it's I a Dave? Am I a David? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, so um, we've got quite a packed show. Show. That seems a little bit overstating <laughs> the matter. We've got quite a packed drivel um, for you this month. Because there's like about eight games that we've played in Amongst Us. Um and there's been a ludum dare, ludum dare, um, and, and a bit of news, yeah? A bit. So, so all that coming up. See, I know I'll put a jingle in there. No? Okay. <laughs> Let's make this professional. Um, it's been 21 episodes, we're not gonna be able to manage that. Well, you know, it's a new start, isn't it? You know, it's 21. It's like, it's the first in volume two. We've matured. Yes. Yes, we have. Willies. Um, right, okay. It was about 30 seconds in before you mentioned butt sex. I don't think we've matured that much. <laughs> is butt sex, I mean, butt sex, you can say butt sex, can't you? I mean, that isn't... You can, that's something you could physically do, yeah. Right, no, but the, the point is, I mean, it's not like, a, it's not a homophobic term, butt sex, is it? No, you don't necessarily, it's not necessarily Why would it be homosexual. Homophobic? Well, I don't know, because it's like bumming. That sometimes people, oh, that's a bit... Really? It's when you go out on the it? street and ask for spare change. Well, I suppose there's that as well. Okay, well, anyway. So, point is good. Good, I can say butt sex. Um, <laughs> expect a lot more of that. Um, expect a lot more butt sex. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, or at least mentions of it. So, <laughs> um, I've gone off topic. So, first thing, news. There we go. Uh, Ouya. For sale. Yeah, do you want to buy an Ouya the company? No. Why not, Dave? You like Ouya. Uh, I like an Ouya, yes. An Ouya. When was the last time you used your Ouya? Uh, it's it's packaged up at the moment. Uh, why? Uh, because we're redecorating the house. I thought you'd done the redecorating. No, no. It's it's complicated. But basically, I had to decorate my mother's house first. Okay. But why why does that involve you packing up your Ouya to decorate your house? Because all the stuff was in our house whilst we were redecorating right. hers. Think about the Ouya. It doesn't take up a lot of space. Yeah, but I, it, it's like I say, it's complicated. I had it on the TV upstairs, um, but I packed all that stuff away to go into a new office that I was going to do for myself. Okay. Well, have you done that? A nice new office? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> but then her house was being decorated, so all the stuff came into our house, and it's still not gone, and I'm very annoyed about it. Oh. <sighs> So, as a result, but, I mean, will you ever unpack it? Because it is shit, isn't it? The Ouya. It's pretty shit, yeah. Yeah, okay. And and they want some... But other I quite stuff. like it being oh, a bit shit. For God's sake. <laughs> so, anyway, the, the company making Ouya, they, they effectively, they're in debt. And so, they want to sell off the company, it seems. Which I don't, I don't understand how... Why would you buy a load of debt? And, I mean, you... Someone made an argument, which I didn't quite understand. Um, 
But yeah, effectively they're hemorrhaging money, and so they want someone to buy it. And they, well, they it was a couple of weeks ago they wanted like a quick sale, so they're probably just you know they're probably going to go bankrupt any second now. I expect. Yes. Um, but why would why would you buy it? Why would you buy Ouya as a company? There's there's no real good reason, other than other than if you wanted to get your foot in the door on Android TV devices. But that seems like such a, a low... If, if you can cover the debt, then it, it's a quick way into the Android TV market. Did they ever actually do any kind of Android TV stuff? Or I thought it was still just... Well, no, the Android TV... They're called Android TV-enabled devices, aren't they? Right. As okay. some cold caller said to me when they wanted me to port Hackslash Loop to it. Oh, what? So, ooh, you just cold called you? No, it was for Amazon TV. Oh right, and 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 I assume that you didn't want to. Uh, I didn't understand what he was. He was using so much business speak. I didn't understand what he was going on about. Okay, but yeah, no, I, I really didn't want to do it. Well, fair enough. Then you shouldn't, Dave. But they did just cold call me. Okay, which is really odd because I get no business calls on that number. So oh, you have a special. I was confused for a while. What, so is it a special number you've got? A no, it's, it's just my home number. Okay, well, I'm but saying, I use it for business purposes, but okay. never get business calls. Well, that's yet. it. I only ever, I, I only get calls from BT trying to sell me a different package on my phone. That's literally it. Um, I'm just going to shut the door because I can hear that dripping in the other room. And I'm worried that the drip will come over on the podcast and negatively impact people's enjoyment of the show. Yeah. Well, my stomach keeps making weird noises. I wonder if that'll have the same effect. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Well, I can't hear those, so... Well, I can't hear a drip. Well, I c- I'm listening to one right now. Oi. Hey. Woo! And I'm back. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, I... You don't want to hear me klutzing around the room. Yeah, and now if there isn't a drip on the recording, you're going to have to edit a drip in. There will make, be. For that bit to make sense. <laughs> it, well, it'll no, overdo but, it. It'll be like... Well, sometimes, like the ice cream van only came across <laughs> once that we'd hear. <laughs> <laughs> Not now, because I've turned the fucking thing off. You shouldn't have no drip before and then drip afterwards. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Anyway... Um, so yeah, Ouya for sale. Uh, no one in the right mind's going to buy it. And and were we surprised that that was going to happen? No, because not. You'd, I hadn't heard anything from them after the. There was the controversy of the whole um, free the game bullshit that happened, um, and then nothing. It funded that dragon cancer. Which, oh, did it? Yeah, which then came out on everything else anyway. Right. Well, that's, yeah. that's that's it. Yeah, that's every reason. business decision that you made seemed terrible. Yeah, and I'm not sure who would want to buy a sinking ship. So I don't think because they were looking for a quick sale like a week ago, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's not going to happen. Well, so. I mean, I I could think I'm surprised I didn't buy one because I buy white elephants all the time. I bought that. Um, uh, oh fuck, what's it called? It's like a crappy little handheld machine. Um, video shield. <laughs> See, that, you can I can, I can hear stomach. your stomach now. Yeah. Yes. No, I do own an video shield, and for, for emulation, it's brilliant. Yeah. It is. It is a fantastic emulation machine. I wasn't ripping on the Nvidia shield. There. I was just like that was the only thing I could remember that. No, it's own. it's it's a thing. It's like a dingo, but more powerful. I don't know what the hell that the means. A dingo. Thirty-two. G- no, it's, it's the GC something. 
Oh, that's annoying. Well, anyway, and I don't use it. So it's it's kind of pointless. But yeah, okay, Dingo, they're basically Linux. There's this ver- variation of Linux called Dingux, uh, which runs on these... There's these consoles called the Dingo 32 and the A320 and stuff like that. And they're just little things with a 320 by 240 screen and the same processor and... You know, they were they were quite nice. You could you could you could emulate up to like Neo Geo on there quite happily. Probably wouldn't get NES, oh, sorry, SNES full speed. But but you know, the, on the Shields though, it's brilliant because PS One and stuff like that, and and even PSP runs really nicely on it. So play stuff like Extreme Dagomara and things like that, which I love. Um, which is Ghosts and Goblins or Ghouls and Ghosts. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? So, but that kind of gets us around onto another subject of, of the whole sort of the whole Kickstarter fulfillment thing, because I got that on Kickstarter, that little console. Um, and because you you were raising the point that you've you've backed about fifteen and you've got two of them, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I would I would like to add that as far as I know, none of them have like completely failed. Yeah, um, they're still being made, but they're past way past their due dates. Yeah. Because I think I've probably backed about twenty things on there by now, and I I can count the things that have arrived definitely on the fingers of one hand. There is a ton of stuff that's pending. I mean, you know, there's some of it that's on open, you know, uh, that I've got alphas for and stuff like that. Yeah, I I've guess. got plenty of alphas. But yeah, that that kind of finished product is. Um, but is any game truly finished? As it, that's the weird thing that as as it's weird that games. Uh, there's this whole thing where people. Uh, there's this whole thing where games are striving to become considered as, as an art form, right? Where uh, people are trying to, you know, say that it is a viable art form. And it seems that kind of inadvertently, through shoddiness, they've kind of met that definition of art as art as never being finished, merely abandoned. And that's kind of, that's the one way in which games are definitely an art form. <laughs> but except that, you know, no, Rembrandt never sort of came along later and sort of patched one of his bits of art. Then so oh, there's a day one patch for the Mona Lisa that Leonardo's just going to pop on the painting for you. What was that one that was uh, the picture of Jesus in that church? <laughs> and that, that woman repainted. Yeah, stayed. exactly. So that, yeah, that that was a very bad patch yeah. on that fresco. Um, <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, so so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and, I'm gonna pull some, pull some statistics and figure out just just how few of the fucking things have actually um, come through because it is it's kind of it's weird. It's just that I've sunk a lot of money into Kickstarter, and I feel like I've got very little out of it so far. It's just it's kind of forgotten money uh, a bit. Yeah, I don't regret backing any of them. And, no, nor do I. And most of them are still well. I assume all of them are still in like full production. Yeah, none of them seem to be just you know wastelands of abandoned. Mm. Just yeah, it's uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird because you kind of invest in them a bit more than you do with, uh, no pun intended, um, emotionally you invest in these things. I think because you've backed them, and I, I think it also makes them more of a disappointment when they come out. In some ways, you're expecting it to be better because you you feel like you've got like a stake in it, and then it's like, oh, it's just competent. Uh, uh, don't want to play competent. Um, is there anything else interesting happened this month at all? Ludum Dare's on at the moment. Okay, yeah, is it uh, at the moment? Well, the voting's on at the moment. How long does the voting last for then? Uh, I think voting's three weeks, so there's uh, like three, two, two more days, I think. Right, okay, because I say, because I played your game, funny enough. Hey, Dave did a game in, in Lundar. I did, yes. And, well, you know, but you always do, but what I was going to say was different is that I enjoyed this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
because you know no offense but normally they're terrible <laughs> okay yeah but in your your whole i'm just gonna whole, have a cry over it <laughs> in your embracing of of burn band making everything like burn band you made a lovely game called murder no monster detective agency i keep thinking it's murder detective agency which is a very specific form of detective agency <laughs> because of the fact that there's murders in the game yes but it's 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 just like a lovely little well you t- what's it about it's more it's just an exploration game the the actual game mechanics is just just an excuse to explore the space mm. so you you're a monster detective surprisingly uh, now does that mean you're detecting monsters or you're a monster who is a detective both okay so yeah, you get double the value there. Oh, it's good. Um, well, it works on several levels. And there's 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 been several murders, and you have to solve them. The way you solve them is basically like the game Guess Who. Mm. So like you're given clues, like they they don't have um, two eyes, or they 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 have more than three arms, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and you you then have to deduce from all the different monsters in the game which which one. Well, effectively, it starts out like you're eliminating clues, and then it turns into Where's Wally? Yeah, yeah, basically. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah, fair enough. Um, because there's far too many monsters in the game. There's a shit ton of them, and some of them are in quite awkward locations. And uh, Yeah, the the, game, the way the game was, was intended originally was going to be a thousand monsters. I'm glad which, that that is not the case. Yeah, which would have just been hideous. How many were there then now? I, I think there's about 130. Really? It feels like more. It does feel, yeah, it really feels, it feels quite bad, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, I quite like it. I mean, it'd be nice if, I mean, actually, in some ways, it, I, I kind of want them to be wandering around, but that would make it an even more of a fucking nightmare. Yeah, orig- yeah that was the original intention, but you, you just don't have enough time in Ludum Diary. Yeah, because so. yeah, you, you did the 72 hour thing, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, and he, I even run out of time with that as well, so. Yes, because I noticed there were, sc- your screenshots of the game showed features that weren't in the uploaded version until yeah. you patched it, because yeah. I complained it was impossible. Which is a small matter. It was, yes. There was a bug that made it impossible. Yeah. Um, but I, re- I really enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was, I thought it was a, a good game. And, and that, I had a lot oh, that, of fun making it. Yeah, that lo-fi, chunky art style, that's nice. I love that. But yeah, I, I just, it made me really think, oh, I want to make one. I want to make a first-person game. <laughs> so pretty. Um, what else, though? There were other games in Ludum Dere. Uh, yes. Um, I mean... I noticed this Ludum Dari, there is a lot of really polished games. Like, I'm not saying people would, would had this these assets before it started, but... It sounds like that's what you are saying. So, <laughs> some of them are ridiculously good assets for 48 hours, though. So some of them are ridiculously polished. Is games. there any limit on team size? Uh, there isn't, no. Oh, well, not in the 72-hour one. Maybe they're just like I'm outsourcing talk- it to China or something like I'm that. I'm talking about... The, I mean, there was one... Well, the 48-hour um, one, it's only you that yeah, can do it. Oh, okay. The 48-hour one, there was one called Badass Inc. Yeah. And the artwork... That sounds that, like and, a really bad show on Challenge TV about tattoos or something. <laughs> I, I, it, basically, it's just a point-and-click... I think it was made with point-and-click adventure creator. Okay. Um but the art and the animation and the number of frames of animation and the quality of the scenery art. I was just looking at this guy thinking, how have you made all this art in 48 hours and then built a game for it? Mm. And so, I mean... So, Dave, are you saying that they're a liar? No, no. <laughs> Maybe they are just commits. a very quick worker. Have the courage of your convictions, man. <laughs> But but I did know a, a couple of games that had interesting ideas to them. They're not necessarily the best games. Okay. Um, 
There was one which was called Lallyville. Which I'm, you say that again as if we're going to say, yes, that's what it's called. I'm not entirely sure how you pronounce that, but that I don't... Do you, I, what you should have done, just said it, commit to it, oh, and people will assume it was, that's correct. It was Lallyville. Okay. Lally <laughs> oh, no, that's not right. <laughs> but that, that had a really interesting concept that, um, like, the decisions you made were, were really um, important to the game. And so um, you could take the conversations down different ways and it would cut off different parts of the game to you and basically it was just keyed doors that you have to get through so you had to get the keys for the doors yeah and the way you got that was interacting with the different elements of the game and um, but it had a, a really interesting way of of cutting areas off from you and things like that like there was one where um it was a garden and if you trampled on the flowers the person who owned the garden would become upset with you and then would refuse to let you get the the key from that area and things like that mm. so it was it was it was supposed to like you your decisions were supposed to have like a bit of a conscience to them as well so like you could use a key to do something nice for someone or you could keep it to open the door and things like that and mm. um, so that was a, an interesting idea there was there was also one called melter Mm-hmm. Which the the game wasn't great, but it had this interesting idea. Okay, now again, you you said it's called Melter. You again, you put a question mark on there. Sorry, it was called Melter. Okay, it's not a difficult word. Okay, what? sorry. It, it, is it Space Invaders? Is this is game it? called? <laughs> but that that one um, was you had an alternating weapon that was either melted a part of the scenery or yeah. created some scenery. Right. And it alternated between the two. Um, and it almost then became like a puzzle. It was a platformer, but then it almost became like a puzzle game. So it was like, I have to get it so that I can melt that piece of scenery and then build a bridge and then, you know, and work it out like that. I think in the end, the game didn't quite work well enough. Mm. Um, but it had a very interesting aesthetic to it. Right. It had a, um, like a monochrome look to it. But um, it had um, lots of dithering to it, and it it, it looked quite distinctive. Okay. Uh, and the the other one that I thought was quite interesting. Which... And, and what's it called? Oh, God. Dagdron. Okay. It's called Dagdron. <laughs> it's definitely called Dagdron. All right. Which was one um, that um, you uh, hit these blobs of paint, and they exploded, and they created the... Oh, and they hit the, the platforms, which were invisible otherwise. Was that that No, one? that's that's actually a different game that Mark's played. This, yeah, that, this that's called Ink. Oh, okay, right. But it was a very similar idea. that It, it created the, the paint-created platforms. Yeah. Which I thought like was a very in interesting Knight. idea. Is it? Well, in Shovel Knight, you have these platforms that you push around, they, they like kind of rainbow comes out of them, where you can stand on. It's kind of a little bit like that. Kind of, yes. Mm. Yeah. But I thought that was a that was a very interesting idea the way they did that because you had a limited amount of paint, yeah, and you could reset the paint. But if you reset the paint, obviously the platforms you were stood on disappeared. Right. Um. So you had to be very economical with the the paint. That which sounds was, good. Which yeah, was quite yeah, an interesting one. Interesting, yeah. Uh, um. Did you play any of the Ludum Diary? I played uh, Fee's game. What was that? Uh, nuclear Autumn, like a Metroidvania thing. It's pretty oh, cool. Okay. You just you know standard kind of Metroidvania like power ups and then you get like a like a mining drill and you have to and you can like drill through blocks and stuff and then you you know get the classic double jump and all that stuff. It's pretty fun. Oh, I liked it. That's nice. Forty seventy two or forty eight. I think it was seventy two because he yeah. went with other people. Yeah, he did it with his brother. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it, sounds, it sounds like it's been quite it's a quite good... a lot for 72 hours as well. It took me like an hour and a half to do it all or something. That's impressive. Yeah. Also, it seems like this was quite a good Ludum Dare, really. I mean, a lot of people kind of... it's It was it was, meant, it was an unusual weapon or something like that. Unconventional. An unconventional weapon. And yourself included, a lot of people seem to have ignored that in that, I mean, you arrest people in your game. That's not a weapon. And The, and the unconventional wa- weapon in my game is your powers of deduction. I'm calling bullshit on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but likewise, the other one, you know, the other ones don't sound like they've got weapons in them either, really. Um, it seems like people have, have, have that whole, un- people have literally done what you've done. They've taken unconventional to mean, I will justify whatever I want to do. But I, I kind of like that, because it's kind of like they've almost took the seed of it and then just gone whichever way they want. Yeah. And you get a lot of diverse games that way. I mean, things like when when Small Worlds was on, playing playing those games was was painful because they're all the bloody same. Yeah, the um, and mine included, in fact, to be honest mm. with you, they were, they were just all virtually identical. It was, yeah, yeah, which is not yeah. I say because sometimes some Ludum Dares, yeah, are crap. Um, in comp- well, as as in yeah, as a theme, yes, as a theme, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, also, the pronunciation of Ludum Dare is crap. Um. Uh, anything, anything else Ludendari related? I'm not sure if that Ink game was a Ludendari game actually, but the one that was like similar, it was like paint based by Zach Bell. Yeah. Um, Are we going on to reviews now? Well, it was a decent segue. Okay, but I feel that we need to <laughs> we need to delineate things slightly, otherwise it will be fucking Fine, anarchy. Yeah. Then I don't know. I don't know. Okay, how about we do some reviews? Oh, Jesus Christ. I haven't played anything. <laughs> <laughs> you played loads this month. I have, because I finished my games. I've yeah, had nothing to do. Well, obviously, we're going to have to review uh, Titan Souls. And, uh, you know, I haven't played it, so... Yeah. I have. Well, you... <laughs> you can't say anything, there. I've surprisingly completed it. I wasn't expecting to. Well, because it's quite tough. It's, it's not very as hard. tough. It's not as hard as people say no, I mean, a lot of people have finished it, um, and obviously seen uh, certain names in the credits. That's uh, 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 me and Dave. Obviously yourself as well, but that would be expected. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, oh shit, I forgot to put myself in there. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. I mean, a little further down than I was probably hoping to be in the I'm not notes. sure what the order was, because then I, I played another game and they all had it in alphabetical order. I went, I should have done that, actually. Shit. Because that gets you out of anything. It's like, oh, sorry, mate. Legal said it had to be alphabetical. I straight up randomly put them in I just started I picked a random spot and put a name in I was like does oh yeah Jeremy Mitchell will put that in as well does, does it matter which order they well if people it, think that I'm rate like like oh I'm I'm low down on the list you must think I'm you know less important than mm. this other person yeah that, that's what people when you see the thanks you assume this is the thankiest person at the top this person getting loads oh, of oh so they're, they're rated um, um, like yeah, yeah, effectively, like, you put this How much person... of a thanker they are. How... Or thankee. <laughs> this guy's a massive thanker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Top so, thanker. Unless, of course, you put them alphabetical, in which case, then it's just like, oh, it's alphabetical. It's fine. But then I'd always be last. Oh. Not if it were first names. Dave, yeah. <laughs> Might be done first names. Just have it random I'm also the person who doesn't care. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, uh, did you enjoy it, Dave? And I did actually. Uh, no, okay. No, I just want to point out you don't have to spare his feelings. No, I don't have any feelings. It's fine. Yeah, he's 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 produced the game. It's out there. He doesn't care. He's pushed it from the nest. He has no attachment to it. Squeezed so. out that turd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> added a little bit of polish and shipped it. 
So be as mean as you like. <laughs> well, I, th- I think I've already said in, on the podcast before the the things that I like about it. So, so now the things you don't like. Yeah, come on, fill in the banks. <laughs> well, first first of all, it's it's a great looking game. Okay, fine. And I don't the, like that. Yeah, fluff, the the, the artist is is very talented. <laughs> yeah, okay, I like where you're going with this. <laughs> Carry on. Say stuff about the music now. <laughs> the, yeah, the music's great as well. The music's brilliant. Yeah, very good. Yeah. And that's about it, really. Looks looks and sounds that's, great, but that's, that's mm. the review there. Play shit. <laughs> no, it's good. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's very good. Um, and it's done. It's it's doing well for you. Yeah, it's doing all right. That's good. Enough, you know. Hopefully, you won't be thrown out on the streets. Any hopefully. updates? DLC? No. Sequels? I'm supposed to make a Linux build. See, uh, there's no way you're doing a sequel because you, I'm not doing a sequel. Because you've no, run out of ideas at like boss number six. And still have about... We ran out of ideas at boss the... number like fifteen in the main game. <laughs> yeah, and then and then well, that's yeah, not true. We just we more. tried some ideas and they weren't very good. But anyway, but put them in anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> there's nineteen bosses. Um, it's nineteen, isn't it? I've got. We can say that there's nineteen kills. There's, well, there's actually. I've got twenty. You, would you like a? Oh, does that include the big cl- face that you climb up? Yeah. Right. That, okay. That's no. That's nineteen. Oh, oh wait, have you got the? I've got twenty kills. Have you got been the for ages. The wait, no, 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 no. I know which one you're referring to, and I haven't got that one. I've got twenty kills though. Are, are you... So either there's a bug in the game, no, no, no. Or you're counting wrong. If you've done the gold mode, if you kill, yeah, I've got gold. If you, did you kill any in gold? Because that increases your count. Your count just keeps going up after that point. No. Well, you shouldn't have twenty then. You're using cross save. No. I've got twenty. Did you use cross save? I oh, do use cross save. Might be a bug then, because I know cross save is fucked. I mean, it's fine. It's great. Don't. Nothing's wrong with the game. <laughs> well, apparently the, there are some issues with cross save. There's your first patch sorted then. Yeah. Um. Right. Okay. So there you are. Titan. So it's quite good. It's quite good. And uh, and it's done all right for the author. So that's nice. Yeah. Well, so, I haven't got any money yet. So no, but yeah. But I mean, it could have been worse. I mean, like you know, you've you've probably. You, might, you know, you, you, they haven't sort of said we're never working with you again or anything like that. Yeah. So that's nice. You get to make another game, do your Tack Tuesdays. Um, right, okie dokie. Uh, what other games? Right, so the one I was about to talk about. Ink! Ink by Zach Bell. Okay. That's, uh, it's like a jam game that you made in like a week or something. Right. Um, it's on itch. It's like four quid. And you... Like like Zach Bell, his games are just like really like polished kind of. It goes for a lot for game feel, mm. and this game is kind of like you do a double jump, but when you do it, you splatter paint everywhere. Yeah. So the level is completely empty, and then whenever you like paint comes out of you, it sticks to the actual like scenery, right. and that kind of has that doesn't really have too much effect on the actual gameplay that much. It gives you a bit of a feeling of like kind of. I don't know, a bit of adrenaline when you're like jumping through a level, you think, oh, am I going to fucking live when I jump over here? And then you mm-hmm. do, and you're like, oh shit, cool. And you like just pull off little things, and it's quite fun. But it's just a nice little platformer. It gets ridiculously hard towards the end. Right. And Is this good. the one where the platforms are in- invisible until yep. you get the paint on them? But yep. are they, are, do you collide with them when there's paint, with the, when there's no paint? You collide with them, yeah, yeah. Right. When okay. you collide, when you land on them, I think it drips, it, paint comes off you. Right. And when you when you get killed, way more paint comes out as well. So it's like whenever you die, it gives you a little bit of a boost in terms of like it shows you more of the level. Yeah, it's it's just nice. Yeah, no, I saw the photo doing it. It did look very very sort of. Pretty. And the colors are really crazy and cool as well. 
yeah, yeah. Like a huge shifting all over the place. That sounds that sounds quite sweet. Four pounds, four pounds. Not on Steam though. No, it's just yeah. See, that's it. I've not really looked on it, Jaya. The only reason I a load of stuff on there. Yeah, the only reason I bought it is just because like I wanted to give that guy some money because I've seen loads of his stuff on Twitter and it all looks cool. Mm. So you should keep making games. What, what else has he made? He's been involved in like loads of things that have never actually been finished, like uh, Frog Sword and uh, oh, of course, yeah, Super Frog Three. Sword. Super Three that was on Kickstarter. Oh, I remember. Yeah, Super Three was on Kickstarter. It didn't make it though. Oh, did it not? No, that's like thirty nine thousand dollars, and it got like ten thousand. We were looking at this this morning. Yeah, but it looked really cool, actually. Yeah, it looks alright. It was the one where it was like you blink jumps. It sort of yeah. like wraps around. It's a bit like um, Poyo, which is one of my favourite old old games. I wonder what Lazarel's doing. He used to do some good games. Um, right, okay, yeah, and Frog Sword, he had the, the issue, it was the bloody artist, wasn't it? It was just like, I have decided not to do the art anymore, you may not use my art. Is that what it was? I think so, yeah. Fucking hell. Because so, he had to effectively change all the art in it, so it didn't use any of the original assets. That's I seem to recall. I may have slandered someone then, but... <laughs> um, According to Mark. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> It's always going to work in court, that. Uh, what else? Um, environmental Station Alpha. Yes, I, I bought that and played a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, what do you think of it? How how far into it are I, you? Barely, I think I've done like one boss or something like that, and then I got distracted by something else. Okay. I will go back to it, though, because it is, it is nice. And, yeah. and what is an Environment Station Alpha? Oh, it's, it's a Metroidvania, because all games are Metroidvanias. But it has... Um, Effectively, it's, you know, tile maps, but they're 8x8 sprites rather than 16x16. 16 16. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's ultra low res. It's like 160x96 pixels or something crazy, crazy low. Um, so it's like a spectrum sort of, but even probably lower resolution than that. Um, and it's quite cute. Yeah, the art's quite charming. I think sometimes it does get in the way of it a bit. There's yeah. some tiles where I'm like, can I stand on these? Or like, I'm surprised by the fact that I collide with them. It's a bit weird. Mm. But... I really enjoy the game. Like, I, it's about seven hours of, or eight hours of time I put into it playing it. It's really oh, cool. How far are you through, would you say? I've beaten it. I've beaten all the, well, most of the secret stuff as well. Right. Because, like, I think the further into the game you get, the better it gets as well. Like, because I was getting incredibly frustrated with some of the boss fights because they are hmm. fucking hard. And, um, like, some of the actual movements of the enemies are like, they just fault, the enemy must be like, okay, get to the player. And as soon as he gets on top of you, if its velocity is like low, it will it stay, stay on, on you. Top of you. Yeah, yeah. And it's shit. I hated it. Yeah. So I was getting really pissed off with it. But when you like get to manipulating them and stuff, you get better at it. It's yeah, it's pretty fun. The bosses are pretty cool. Mm. They're really random though. There's a load of bits in it that I didn't really like, but overall, I really enjoyed it. Like the game, I'd probably give it like a eight Ooh. out of ten. Mm. But um, the the later game stuff where it's like all like finding secrets and stuff is really cool, right? Um, ju- I don't know, just the the way that it made me feel like when I was discovering stuff, I just I was just kind of wandering around trying to like find secrets and like yeah, it was just great. Well, I mean, what what is it that makes it what is it that makes it feel good? I mean, to give an example without, I mean, maybe spoiling one secret. Or, I don't know. It's just the kind of atmosphere of it is just like it, it feels really like lonely, but it feels like there's something bigger than you going on, but in in like kind of a silence, if that makes sense. Like it's eerily empty and quiet. But there's all these like aggressive aliens around. Because obviously the story for it is you're in like this abandoned kind of floating spacecraft, mm. which is like 
an environment station, so it had like plant life growing on it. Yeah, as the name loads of bio it. and it's floating above a planet, and there's kind of like links to sort of ancient kind of there's an ancient temple in it as well because it's built on an asteroid. Oh right, okay. And it links to the planet and stuff. It's cool. Yeah. See, that's because that was the problem with um, uh, whichever was the first of the. Uh, GBA Metroids was that was set on a space station, but it was an entirely artificial space station, so it had none of that mystery of the SNES version of Metroid with the Chozo artifacts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that's quite sensible, sticking it in an asteroid, so that there's still that kind of, yeah. you know, mystery. So someone else has been here first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so well, that's I've got. I mean, I will go back to it. I've got. I've got a clock. Uh, Wolfenstein first, which is what I'm playing at the moment. Hey, we're doing these uh, segues. Oh, by the way, it turns out segues uh, is not spelled how I thought. No. Um, it's not like S-E-G-Way. It's like S-E-G-U-E. Yeah, but I thought that was Sieg, so it turns out that is just pronounced Segway, which is really stupid. I mean, that's stupid, right? That it's S-E-G-U-E is not pronounced Sieg, it's pronounced Segway. That's stupid. I don't like it. The English language made me look like a fucking idiot, and that makes me angry. You and don't sound need like the English language idiot. for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, anyway, I have been playing. Uh, yeah, I just I got that the new Wolfenstein, the old the Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein, the old blood, which is like the little. Well, it's like a prequel to the uh, to the new order. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Um, but you're just not very good at words at all, are you? No, no that is a problem. Yeah, as a writer, that is yeah. a bit of an issue. However, as long as it's got <laughs> jokes, um, so it's really good. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I mean, because because the gunplay in that what the new Wolfenstein was really good. The guns feel fantastic and punchy, and heads explode and arms fall off and stuff like that, which is what you want in these games. Um, and also this one. Which, if you've seen any of the publicity, this isn't a spoiler, has got um, Nazi zombies in it. Which is one of the things that I loved about Return to Castle Wolfenstein had all of those creatures in it. Those, you know, had zombies and and weird monsters and stuff like that, which was fantastic. And which I really felt was missing from the New Order because it was you had some sort of mechanical uh, creatures like cyborgs and stuff like that, but there was nothing, you know, really wacky and and sort of pulpy in the same way as the the older wolfensteins so i'm really en- enjoying that aspect of it especially like um there's enemy, a lot of the the when you get to the part with the the nazi zombies when you kill um any normal enemies sometimes if you kill them by blowing up the head you know fine but quite often you'll kill them and then they'll immediately just turn into a zombie and come at you in zombie mode as well which, uh, but also it has that thing where enemies fight amongst themselves. So if there's za- not za- Nazi zombies and regular Nazis, then they'll be fighting, which is ace. I love that. I love it when you can pitch enemies against each other like that. And sometimes there'll be like that chain reaction where, you know, the, there might only have been one Nazi zombie, but it'll attack another Nazi and turn him into a Nazi zombie. And it just changes the tide of it. But the thing that's a pity about it is that it's so fucking linear. It's ridiculously linear. And, and also, at the start, looks a little bit drab. You start out in this prison, and obviously prisons aren't going to be, you know, really interesting place, but it just seems to lack some of the detail that the original Wolfenstein New Order had. Later on, it becomes really gorgeous, and, you know, that, that it's incredibly intricate and beautiful sort of little spaces that you fight in. Um, but it's just painfully linear. Which is a real pity. It's, it it almost takes the piss out of linear. There are literally points where I'd go, I'd, you'd effectively walk along a corridor, 
um, and then you'd pick up a map, and the map would show that corridor, and you stood by the exit to to the next area. And it's just like, well, why do you even bother with this fucking map? Is it because you have a map in every area? It just, it is painfully linear. Um, but I've really, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. The guns feel good. It's got some new guns. This one that's like a like um, actually, this gun is straight from this old monolith game called Blood. It's effectively a flare gun that then explodes. Um, it didn't explode in in uh, blood, but yeah, you shoot it and so it will stick at an enemy and like, you know, fire comes out of them and then it explodes and takes out nearby people as well, which is really satisfying. And it's got that ridiculous sort of jackhammer shotgun, which is like, it's like a shotgun that fires loads of rounds a second and just turns everything into like a red mist in front of you. Um, yeah, really good. Uh, there, there's there's a bunch of stuff they've paired back, like the whole upgrade system got cut out and they just got little perks. So you do... So, like, if you kill 50 enemies with a certain weapon, maybe you get, like, you can hold more more ammo for it in the clip or something like that, um, which is a little bit more simplistic, um, which is a bit of a pity. But, yeah, it's um, just, yeah, feels really good. Um, there's less story in it, but it's um, there's some, some fun characters in there. But but they pretty much, all, all, all <laughs> it's kind of sad. It's kind of like, hey, this is a nice character you've met. Dead. Uh, <laughs> literally like five seconds later so it's that's a bit sort of uh, pity but yeah loving that really good 15 pounds i think is about the right price for it because i think i think i'll have got through it in about seven hours which i think is a reasonable considering you know like bloodborne 50 quid and that's i'll put god knows how many hours into it i think seven quid sorry 15 quid for seven hours is quite reasonable because it's it's a very polished seven hours and and, and given that at the end of Wolfenstein, when I finished that, the new order, I didn't think, oh, I think I'd had enough, and so I haven't, I haven't felt that sense of, like in the same way that sometimes you go into like a game that's difficult, like with Far Cry Four, I went into that and I was like, ugh, I mean, I'm enjoying it, but it just feels like number three again. This does feel like its own game. Um, I just, I just wish it wasn't so linear because it's, it's a game that's just full of doors that don't open. Um, there's just, uh, there's, there's like a thousand doors in the game and six of them open. And it's, that's, that's a bit sad, really, I think. Uh, I'd much rather. What happened to, what happened to that old, you know, 90s level design thing where, here, here's a big space and there's some keys you can find and it'll open it up, but you'll keep on going through the same areas and stuff like that. Well, it's just, um, it makes me sad. Like the original Bioshock, that had great, you know, great sort of open plan stuff, wasn't too linear. And then Bioshock fucking Infinite, just fucking theme park ride. Ugh. So what else have you played? Uh, I've been playing Broken Age Act 2. Okay. Uh, is it good? Um, Ooh. Well, that's not encouraging. <laughs> well, I really liked Act 1. Right. It was like one of my games of the year. Really? Was it? Was you... Yeah, I really enjoyed Act oh, okay. 1. It, it, had, it had the whole nostalgia thing. I hadn't played an adventure game in a long time, and it was well done. Mm. But Act 2 I've really been struggling with. Um, like, the Act 1 took me two hours to complete. Yeah. Which I know people complained that that was too short for it, but I didn't mind that. It, it was it was fun for, for what you what you did. Um, but I've I've already sunk, like, uh, I think it's six hours into Act Two, yeah, and I'm nowhere near completing it. And that isn't because it's got a lot of extra content. It's because some some of the puzzles and some of the design decisions are really obtuse. Mm. 
Um, but isn't that part of the grand tradition of point-and-click games? But I think they, they eliminated that quite well in Act 1. Um, like, it was all open up. You could go various different ways. If you were stuck on something, you'd go do something else. Like, uh, in the, in the uh, girl's story in Act 2, like, in the very first room, there's, there's a, a puzzle. And, and in the whole game, Act 1 and Act 2, uh, if you drag an item on something to use it, and you're not stood next to the 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 item. You'll walk over and you'll use it. Yeah. And if you can't say I can't use it, and there's this thing, this one puzzle in it. That I thought, oh, I have to do that. So I dragged the item on you, and oh, I can't reach it. So I'm looking round for a way for it to be able to reach it. When what it actually meant was I had to walk over to the item before using it on it. Yeah. And it was just like nowhere else in the game did I have to walk over that, to the... That's so weird because you'd think that was a systemic thing. Yeah, so they, they have to purposely make it so on that one puzzle you, you, you it wouldn't automatically walk over to it. And uh, oh, there's just little things like that that you've solved a puzzle but then it because of some design decision, decision they've made it makes it look feel like you haven't solved the puzzle or you go around in circles again. Like There's another puzzle where it's you have to deduce these clues. Yeah. Uh, and obviously you get it wrong a couple of times. Uh, and I finally got the right one. And when I went to, to talk to the character, the, the, the option was no longer there in the, in the conversation tree. Right. To, to then solve the problem. And what it turned out was that I had to go through all the other pre, uh, pre-puzzles up until that one to unlock the, the section again. Even though I've done all those ones, I had to go back and do them all again. That sounds shit. Yeah, at, at that point, I I was like, I'm not playing any more of this. Well, I wonder what the, I mean. Do you think it's it, it, do you think it's deliberate padding because it's kind of them reacting to the? Is it, but it's not padding though. I mean, like, there's a. I don't want to give too much away, but there's there's another point in it as well where it has that um, classic adventure game thing where you can't die. Yeah. So like, if you're in mortal peril, I go. Oh, you better do this quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, this is going to be your last chance. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you're definitely going to die this time. But then you, you know, you've got as much yeah, time as you need. Yeah, I remember the first on the first adventures part and the first part. Yeah, I remember that bit. Yeah, and um, and in the second one, there's that bit, but you're doing with the, a different character. Hmm. And so you you remember it from the first one. He like, oh well, I have to do this to get out of it, and he's doing the whole thing. Uh, oh, I, I'm I'm going to die. I'm really going to die. I'm I'm at the point of dying. If you don't do it quick, you know what you have to do. And but to solve that puzzle, which you don't even realise it's a puzzle, yeah, it's a it's a danger element from the first one. Uh, is to do nothing, right? And and let him effectively what you think will be killed, but obviously he doesn't die. Yeah, it just solves the puzzle. And it's just that he's so, you know, unintuitive doing nothing. Yeah. Because especially as you've already been told what you do to effectively solve that puzzle, what you think is solve that puzzle, but it's not. The real solving the puzzle is, is doing nothing. And doing what you believe will kill your character. It's like war games. The only way to win is not to play. <laughs> so I don't know. I just... It kind of spoiled it for me. Yeah. I felt I felt a bit a bit down after that. So. Oh... So, broken heart, not just a broken age. Well, yeah. So, I really wanted to know how the story finished as well. Yeah. Just re- That's it. That's the good thing these days. It's like YouTube. Yeah. I, it, I might end up doing that, to be honest with you. Oh. And think of all the, all the cheeves you're not going to get. 
I, I don't get any of the achievements anyway when it was a re- released originally. It didn't have any of the achievements in. Oh, did it not? So I come to it and I've got none of the achievements, even though oh, I've completed Act hell. 1. It's bullshit, that is. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's a bit disappointing because obviously that was the first great hope of Kickstarter. That was the first big, you know, da, ba, da, ba, 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 Kickstarter, it's a thing. See, Act 1 was great. I really enjoyed Act 1. Yeah. But. I mean, it's nice that, you know, it's still, it, you know, they didn't charge or anything, you know, it was always, you always got the full game. And it was worth it for all the documentaries, frankly. Yeah, the documentaries were very good. Yes. And there was like a billion of the bloody things. <laughs> so, so that's good. Uh, what else anyone played? Uh, I have also been playing Kerbal Space Program. Okie dokie. Which I absolutely love. Because whenever I see it, it looks like the minions from Despicable Me yeah. in space. Yeah, it's, it is basically, it's a proper, it's effectively a NASA simulator. Like all, all the physics and all the science behind it is, is proper hardcore science. Right. But then it's like wrapped up in this, um, really cutesy minions, like you say, kind of aesthetic. Right. But I mean, they don't even use that that much. Like I thought they were going to do like crazy things on the sides of the ship or, you know, when they were doing spacewalks and things like that. But they don't even really, they just carry out their missions, really. Oh, okay. Just with googly eyes. Like like any rare game from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's a segue. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, yeah, but to, to a bit that's later, though. But, in, but yeah, it's, 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 it's really hard. And I have to say, I don't really like the career mode that's in it, the main game. Yeah. Which, like, drip feeds you the technology. You have to research the technology. You have to do science missions and all these to get the technology. Um, which I just felt was a bit too slow paced. So I've been playing the sandbox mode. Yeah. Which is still really hard. Yeah. Surprisingly. But you have everything unlocked from the beginning and infinite money. Um, that seems weird that giving you infinite money, it would still be difficult because that's normally. It's, it's really hard. It, it is effectively as difficult as funding a proper mission to the moon. With infinite so, money. Yeah. I guess you've still got to build a spaceship and stuff. Which is really hard. Why is it difficult to make it look like a fucking rocket? Yeah, but then, like, the couplings might not be strong enough. Why, you you might have too much spe- drag. Use better spe- couplings. Use, use, use the gold couplings. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how the actual game works. <laughs> but it's great fun. I really enjoy it. Is it good when it goes wrong as well? Is it nice and explodey and stuff? Uh, yeah. I kind of like it when it goes wrong, but you still recover. Like, my first um Kerbal, which is the little guys, uh, right. that I got to the moon, I actually messed up the landing onto the moon, so it destroyed his engine and his actual landing gear. But he was still able to get out and plant his flag. Yeah. But then there was no way for him to get back from the moon. Right. So he was effectively just stranded on the moon. So I spent, um like, two years of game time um, creating a rocket that was able to get there, pick him up, and then bring him back. Which, which was great fun, to be honest with you, even though I killed many, many Kerbals. That's the that's the plot of a uh, a film that's coming out soon, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's the one with um, your, your man from the Bourne films. Um, he's like an Matt astronaut. Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon gets stranded on a planet, and they think he's dead, but it turns out he's not, and he has to survive there until they can get back and rescue him. Isn't that what happens in... A film that came out Interstellar. Yeah, weirdly, yeah. There's a little bit of uh, sort of similarity, but yeah, no. It's, I think it's called like the astronaut or something like that. Or, or but uh, yeah, it's going to be really good and quite funny. It's a really good book, apparently. But uh, yeah, it's being made. So 
there you are. Kerbal's just like a cute version of that, like if it was a Disney cartoon. But except, of course, you say you killed lots of Kerbals. Uh, lots of them. Oh. Yes, in many hideous Do- and horrible ways. Does it does it memorialise them like in cannon fodder at all? No, no, it doesn't actually. Oh. You you do get a list of your lost Kerbals, which I don't quite understand what they are. But they're not the dead ones, because the list is very short in my game. How on. So I I think they might be ones that are drifting in space somewhere. Well, you say lost, well, maybe, maybe you, you, think, you think they've died, but they made a recovery. Maybe it's... Yeah. That's it, you know, your rocket blow off at takeoff and... But there's so so much in the game to, to do and explore. I've, I mean, I've sunk over 30 hours in it. Yeah. And, and I've, I mean, I've still, I've still never built a rover or things like. I've, you know, I've seen you popping up on Steam. Oh, Dave's playing this because he's yes. like, very, I think that's Dave. And then if it's Sims Three, I think Dave's misses. Yes, exactly. Yes. So um, <laughs> it's a full price game, isn't it? Uh, yes, it's it's finally hit one point I mean, it's been on early access for a, a long time. Yeah, but it's finally hit one point oh now. Must so. be one of the first early access games then. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Right. No, well, that's jolly good because I always, I always see it popping up and then I'm like, no, it, it's it can be quite hard to get into that initial thing. I mean, I I nearly gave up on it in the early early bit yeah. because I mean even the tutorials are really hard in it, right? Because it, it is basically you know building a rocket. It's rocket yeah, science. It, it is rocket it's science. Literally science. Rocket yeah. science. And some of some of the scenarios because the scenarios you can do are actually built by NASA. So I think that's weird. Yeah. That they didn't insist on it being dry and, you know, not having cute characters. That said, I guess it's worse if you have, like, you know, humans that are getting blown up and gets a little bit challengery <laughs> at that point. <laughs> um, so it's good. How, what are you going to give that out of 10? He gave he gave Ink 8 out of 10. No, that's Environment Station. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> what did you give Ink out of 10 then? I didn't. Well, come on! Uh, I don't know, maybe like a 6 or something. Oh dear! Well, it's just because it's 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 just a jam game, like it's oh. not got the polish that. So it's fucking Titan Souls. No, I mean like <laughs> he literally made it in a week. So like the jump sound, like if you die, it's same sound as when you win the level. Oh, yeah, six out of ten, just for that alone. Yeah, that is not on. Uh, what are you going to give Kerbal? Uh, nine, nine, nine point two five. Ooh, don't appreciate the non-integers, but I'll allow it on this occasion. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Mark? Uh, or you, in the Blind you... Forest? Oh, okay, so okay. I did that last month, and I yeah. re- I really loved it. And how fucking beautiful is it? It's the best game I've played this year for sure. It is. It is beautiful. Did Did you feel a little bit, little bit weepy at points in it? Uh, not really. No. You heartless. Well, yeah, but it was really just awesome. Yeah. Like the everything was just so powerful and fluid and. I can't like, believe that's Unity. That was it just <laughs> it's the best advert for Unity I've ever seen. Yeah, it's yeah. It's quite amazing. Hmm. So um I mean you've probably said everything there is to say about it like last time. Yeah, did now did you manage to explore the whole map? Did you make the same mistake as me when you went into that third area? Um, what was that? The, Get blocked off from going back. Yeah. I explored quite a lot. I didn't hundred percent it though. That no. was a bit annoying, the fact that you do get blocked out and when you finish the entire game it's like completed and then you can't go back in. Yeah. Which is a bit a bit weird, mm. but I can't really complain. It's yeah, it's amazing. Definitely it, worth playing. It's so so fucking charming. Yeah, it is. It is the the most lovely game. Just you, you can do it, and you can review it next month as well. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna give it? 
that just give it a ten. Hey, ten out of ten. Yeah, that's, a, that's our first. I mean, it did have its problems, but you can't. It's just it's too good. There's so much brilliant stuff in it. Yeah, like that, like that, that that level um, where it's um, it's like it's all fogged or misted. The idea and, and it keeps on changing when you're off. I didn't screen. really like that bit. So I, I because I. Got the orb thing you're supposed to take to that statue. Yeah. And I couldn't get it in. I couldn't get it to oh, work. Really? And I was just like, what the f- what's going on? And it t- turned out you had to be standing to the left of it and walk into it on the right side. Because oh. there was a hitbox in this one specific place. I guess I was lucky on that one. Yeah. But I, I like the fact that it was changing around you, but but normally it's these games, you know, you walk off one screen, then you go back and it's changed. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, because it's one screen. It's changing seamless... when you were doing... Yeah, it was so it was seamlessly because it's because it's like a seamless scrolling thing. Yeah, it was actually just it was it was happening just just off screen in a sort of really like a it was it was nice sort of switcheroo magic trick on you which yeah. I like creepy Watson kind of way. Yeah, yeah, the creepy Watson kind of way when you weren't looking. <laughs> um, yeah, what was I playing recently? That was oh no, that's something else. Um, so uh. Yeah, that's good. Well, so you've you've played some. There's one other game I think I was meant to mention, Bird Song. What about Snake Bird? Snake Bird. Snake Bird is what I meant. <laughs> Bird Song. That's a different game. That was a Lundara game for me. Yeah, that was ago. the one with the tiny world. Small world. Yeah, Snake it? Bird is what I meant. Okay, and what is it? Then? Yes, it's uh, like a puzzle game. Uh, kind of it's a little, it reminds me a little bit of Jelly No Puzzle because it's very very simple mechanics, but the depth they get out of them is quite impressive. Yeah. So you, it's like. Snake on the Nokia type thing, where you're moving like one tile at a time, right? Um, but it's a puzzle version, so you're not constantly moving, but you move on your own, like you move left, right, up, down, whatever. Yeah. And uh, you have to just get to the exit, and you have to eat all the fruit on a level, say, um, to get there. So you, every time you eat fruit, you extend by one tile. Yeah. And sometimes some levels have multiple birds on them as well. And the basic thing is, it's it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> like it's really cool, like cartoony kind of lovely graphics it's really adorable but the gameplay is insanely hard not the gameplay the puzzles yeah it's it just everyone I know who's playing it is just like I feel like an idiot because I don't know how to do any of these levels mm. and it's just it. You, you're playing it and you're thinking this isn't possible now but do you think that's a flaw in the game no I just think it's like the the reward is supposed to be like overcoming something you think is impossible, I guess. Yeah. But I'm not sure if I've, I'm quite getting that feeling out of it. I guess because it is so hard that I'm just thinking, thank God I'm done. But I think a lot of people will get more out of it than maybe I do. But yeah, it is worth checking out. It's definitely really cool. It's not that expensive. It's like four pound fifty five or something. Is it? What's it on? Steam at the moment. Okay. I don't know about I don't know which platforms, but it looks like it's going to be a mobile game. Like it looks like it's yeah, designed it, lo- for it looks like it was intended for yeah, mobile. You can use your mouse cursor and stuff, and the level layout that kind of has like a hub world thing where it's just like loads of um, numbers for each level and stuff. Yeah. But the mechanics they introduced to it is really is really clever and nice as well. And it just looks like such a simple idea. It's like why yeah. has nobody thought of this before? Yeah, yeah. It's always annoying as yeah. a designer when you see it like yeah. ah bullshit. It, it is one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it, that's good. It's certainly worth playing. I'll have a look at that, I suppose. Mm. £4.50. I think that can be £4.50. I can justify that. Uh, is there anything else on the list of things? That's all right. Dave's, Dave's got the iPad. Uh, Dave's in charge. I have Not A Hero wrote down. Oh, yeah. I've not A Hero. I've been playing a little bit of that. I uh, did an interview with uh, Roll7 the other day, which was just... I don't even know what it was for, but we were on camera, just like me 
me, David, and then John and Jake from World 7 just sat down chatting about what it's like to make games and stuff and talking about each other's games and asking questions. And this, but, was, this was on the uh, the Devolver Company dime, I assume? Either theirs or Roll 7s. I'm not sure. I know, I'm pretty sure Roll 7 bought the alcohol, at least. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is good. Did that did that influence the interview at all? It was... lubricated it probably. Oh, okay, right. Only a tiny bit. It was the middle of the day. <laughs> okay. But, um, and yeah. So Titan Souls is doing well then, drinking in the middle of the day. Yeah. Ooh. No, Titan Souls is doing terribly on drinking in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, at bus stops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I don't have a home anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not here is like a two D cover sheet, cover sheet, and yeah, yeah, yeah you. Uh, the the thing I really like about it is like the story stuff is um the reason you're you're going through like the streets like some places in England like everything's very English in it and well uh, yeah all the characters have got like a Welsh accent or an English accent or a yeah, Scottish or, accent which I really love yeah um but the reason you're doing these things is because you're following the orders of an anthropomorphic giant purple rabbit who's come back in time to become mayor so that it can stop the evil people from the future. Yeah. Think so the plot of Donnie Darko, then? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that is the exact plot of Donnie Darko. <laughs> but yeah, no, because the... I saw, like, the first 10-minute video, or the first 20 minutes, and yeah. it it did look it looked but, fun. Like, the cut the cut scenes um, in it, it's like, Bunny Lord will, like, chat to you for a bit. Yeah. But, like, certain words are, in ran- are randomly generated, and it's just hilarious. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Because cause also, what, what I, I saw the footage of it, and I really liked the fact that, effectively, the cutscenes were happening whilst you were in a menu. Yeah. So and you could and you could just yeah, you like could just skip past them and stuff. When you finish a level, you're sitting in the cafe with like Bunny Lord, and he's yeah. just like, "Steve, let me break it down for you. You are amazing because of these reasons." And it just like he'll, but some of the words will just be like switched around randomly, mm-hmm. and he'll, just, he'll come. Up, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but he'll come up with some mental stuff, like you, that makes me want to touch my nipples and stuff like that. Yeah, just really weird humor, and it's it's just fucking hilarious. Yeah, it, it did look really nice. It did, it did really Also, smile. like, it has the, uh, you know, the kind of rare Banjo-Kazooie thing where um, people talk. Like, yeah, like, making noises. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Yeah, so Bunny Lord's voice is uh, John's airing cupboard door. Oh, right. It goes, like that, and it just, like, pitches up and down. So it's like, <laughs> it's just really weird, horrible noise, and it's great. The, I think the, the best game I've seen that in um, was Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure. Which has the, it just, again, it has those, like, it has, like, this is really English person. And so all of it's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and it's just perfect. And then there'll be like, uh, it's just, all the characters have just like, you know, three sounds. Yeah. And they're just the most perfect sounds for it. I think I really like that as a, as a way of doing things. Yeah. That word at a time as well, rather than letter at a time. I much prefer that. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that sounds fun. Cause, I mean, I assume you're playing that as, as kind of a, a, a precursor to the interview so that you knew what to ask them. Yeah, I played a little bit of it. I'm going to play more when I get a chance now. Well, you've got your bloody Devolver Steam account, so you can. Well, yeah, I've got it. I can play it. <sighs> it's a cool game, though. It's like, um, it's, people describe it as like a, like a platform version of Hotline, kind of, but it's, I wouldn't really describe it that way. Yeah, it's uh, it's, well, it's just it's more like, like what was that? That cap was it? Capcom, uh, like uh, it was it was a cover shoot, a three D, um, and you were sort of you could sort of jet slide everywhere. Um, ah, shit! I, I own Mega it. Man. I've never played it. Not Mega Man, no. Oh, that's gonna bug the hell out of me. And I know that. Oh, well, never mind. Anyway, it's like that. Okay. Apparently. God damn it! 
I expect a little tape recording sound there, and you say, this is the game I was thinking <laughs> of. No. No. I'll tell you what's going to happen is I'm going to look, because I know I've got it, and it's going to be in that cupboard there. So that's... Or is it going to be on that shelf there? Oh, God. I think it might be on that shelf there. I'm going to I'm going to look on this shelf here. Hang on. How far is this? Okay, I'm putting down the mic. I don't actually own the game. Are you sure this game exists? Yes, I'm sure this game exists, but I don't own it. Okay. Oh, what the balls is it called? <sighs> right, well, I will find that and I will d- dub it in and then... Yeah, obviously Vanquish is the title I am groping for madly there. Idiot. Uh, fun fact, that bit of audio is from episode 11, when I also couldn't remember the name of this fucking game. I've got wind. Okay, that's gone. <laughs> um, now it's gone. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, that's it for games, isn't it? Yep. Sure. Yeah. So, and we had a look at Kickstarter today, and it's... There's fucking nothing on there, is there? I mean, there's lots of shit... There's lots of these people who have a screen, well, not even a screenshot, a bit of art they've stolen from somewhere, and a couple of paragraphs, and they want 75 grand to make their MMORPG fucking bullshit twats. Um, but in terms of stuff that we found that was actually even worth talking about, I think there's only really, there's only about four things on there. Um, just turn on the, the telly. And, right, okie dokie. So, we're going sort of in reverse order. Oldest first, I suppose. So there was that Wildfire game, which got mentioned on Kotaku, which is like a, a 2D sort of stealth sort of It says it's a stealth platformer, yeah? Yeah, but then you can set things on fire, or or you can put them out, and then and people react to that. And it, look, it looks all right. It looks a little bit kind of tile-based, in the way the enemies were sort of moving a bit kind of rigidly. And in and sort of slot some more. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that old old game that never got made, Archer, by Gabriel Verdon, was oh, yeah. it? Oh um, yes, you fired different kinds of arrows. That looked a lot. Oh my nice god, that looked so that. gorgeous. That did. It's and a shame. It, and it never happened. Yeah, that was that looked really nice. That did. I wonder what he's doing now, because he's a hell of an weird. artist. Is it contract artist? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. that's sad. Um, then there was that little devil inside game, which I think was, uh, as, 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 um, I think has it made its money? Uh, no, it's about, it's got 16 days to go. It's got 111 it's quite far grand. away, really. Yeah, it's Australian dollars though, so that's nothing. Um, but just looks incredibly beautiful. Yeah. Like a sort of Zelda type thing. What was the gameplay, really? It's a combat a, game. Like a sword it? fighting. Hit, hit things. Yeah, it's like a bit Zelda Wind Wakery. Yeah. But that, that, I mean, just art alone looks. Well, very nice, yeah. Spectacularly lovely. Um, although it says it's about a college professor who investigates paranormal activities, uh, well, with you. So I guess you are the person. So he's like yeah, an NPC who follows you around or something because you appear to be mostly a guy with a sword who is hitting things. Well, that's a normal professor, right? They're all yeah, only if you're Indiana Jones. That's about it. But but it looks really nice. But I can't tell. Some of it looks like it's two D, and some of it looks like it's three D. It's it's a bit bit confusing, really. But it's um it's a it's a hell of a good looking game. Power Drive two thousand. This looks fucking great. Which has such a nice art style. It's it's again it's done like um 
that that really eighties uh, neon thing that um, that Blood Dragon did, um, and all sort of. What do you, what do you say? Look like Kung Fury. Kung Fury, that short movie that uh, that yeah, yeah that um, Hasselhoff just did the music it video just looks for. Really fast and just like retro neon kind of look. It yeah, yeah, some some really awesome. nice some bits there. It's like vector graphics and some bits that aren't. That is yeah, yeah with like light trail. I love the light trails and stuff. They're yeah. really cool. Yeah. And I mean, the video the looked like it had it. been VHS, and I wonder if the actual game looks like it's got like a VHS filter on it as well. Yeah. Because I mean, I hope it looks exactly like that video. Yeah, because it is it is a really good looking game. In fact, I might I don't like racing games, and I might back this. Yeah. Um, oh, it's got a talking car apparently as well. Oh I just God, read I didn't that. Know that? That's even better. Oh, I'm this sold. Looks like the most eighties game ever. Yeah. <laughs> but only wants forty five thousand Canadian dollars. It's currently on. 6,000, and it has 25 days to go. But that, actually, yeah, that looks really good. And it's uh, 12, 12 bucks. 12 bucks Canadian. That's minus three pounds. Uh, <laughs> so they actually pay you. About six pounds, is that? Yeah. British. What's quite, is, it's weird that they put a digital copy of the game with DRM. Ooh. Um, so that's odd. Oh, no, oh, no. all other tiers come with DRM free copies. So that's just a Steam key then. Yeah. See, who gives a shit about DRM? As in, as in, cause if it is a Steam key, good. That's what I want. I want Steam. I don't want some fucking standalone version that I'll lose or I want it, I want it on my Steam library. So that seems odd that that's cheaper. I, I, you, I could, I would almost charge more for the Steam version, but that, that looks beautiful. Yeah. Really, really beautiful. Um, and there's this game that look, for some reason has got some publicity, but looks dog shit, I thought, which is Unraveled Tale of the Shipbreaker's Daughter. Looks like a crappy RPG maker game. Well, it looks like it's definitely made with RPG maker. Yeah. Except that they haven't used all the stock graphics because they found someone who can't draw graphics to replace them. Um, cause it, I mean, gra- not good looking at all. Really, Art styles all over the place. Different but, but perspectives some, on different screens. Then some Ugh. really nice promo art. Yeah, the promo art's nice. Well, but that the, thing there, it looks like someone's mate tried to make a really fucked up looking version of Totoro. It is, well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's her stuffed toy though, isn't it? This creature. <laughs> it's fetchly her stuffed toy, because those are like button eyes almost. But, it looks ter- I think it's the teeth that do it, but it looks terrifying. Yeah. It's got human teeth. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but because they're, they're friendly human teeth, are, aren't they? Well, only, they? A t- only a top set, I notice. Um, <laughs> like, like they're falsies that he's put in. Um, but that looks shit. Um, really, in my humble opinion. Um, but yeah, it's been mentioned elsewhere because I've seen this, this key art here on a couple of websites. But it's, it's, it's just odd. Just odd as well to look at. Don't quite know what the hell's going on. Um, but yeah. I don't know what to say about it, really, other than, ugh. Um, but I don't think that's going to make its money, though, is it? Looking at it, I mean, what, it's on 4,000 or 15,000, 23 do. days to go. Could still, do. Still maybe like a third of it, and it's got 23 days yeah, left. Not, so. not with the amount of publicity it's got. Yeah, yeah, in theory, if it's got 15 grand, that should have been funded in a second. Yeah. But the fact is, you look at the, you look at the video, and at the start, you think, oh, this is going to be nice looking. And then as yeah. soon as the gameplay appears, it's like... It was a bit Ugh. of a disappointment. Like, yeah, the, the initial art did look really Yeah, nice. the side-on artwork stuff, the promo art side-on artwork looks really good. Yeah. And then it goes into the actual gameplay art, which looks terrible. Yeah. Oh, well. But that's it. That's really... There's nothing on Kickstarter. It's a bit, a bit crap, actually, this month. Very disappointing. Oh, and Ukulele, of course. I forgot to mention that. Which have, has made a billion pounds. Um, <laughs> it's made 1.46 million, I think, of, and it, it was asking for 125. 
But it's being done by ex-Rare people, and it's obviously... The, the janitor that worked at Rare when they... <laughs> well, yeah, well, considering their gardener was one of the highest paid gardeners in the world, because he was one of the Stamper brothers, um, that may not be public information. <laughs> uh, um, but that, that's, you know, that's a Banjo-Kazooie-like platformer, which I know a lot of people are like, oh, oh I want a oh, spaff. But I always found Rare's games to be underwhelming, apart from Goldeneye. And didn't like Goldeneye. Yeah, well, I... there, there was a, there's, a, they did like, um, Star Fox Adventures or something like that, I seem to recall. And that, uh, Paul Rose of Digitizer said it was like Zelda if it was made, designed by an accountant. Uh, and it was always true because it's like, oh, get a hundred. Well, of that these. was like Rare's later games though, wasn't it? Yeah. That was GameCube, right? Yes, but this well, like is the stuff they did yeah, on N64. Is, this, yeah, but this is even later, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I think it's made by the people who made the N64 ones. I think. Is it though? Yeah, but so were those I'm GameCube sure. ones. The GameCube ones were made by the people who made the N64 ones. It's the, it's the enough, same people. But, yeah, okay. I remember playing the the N64 ones. I did really like, but I was like a kid when I played Banjo Kazooie and stuff. Yeah. So. But that's and it was, that was kind of I was like the prime audience it was made for probably. But their stuff is always like, oh, there's a fire level, then there's an ice level. And you look at this shit like Cameo. Do you remember Cameo? Oh, you like Cameo, don't you? No. It wasn't that. It was just looking at me because he said, oh, he's got like a fire level, a nice level. I was like, yeah, we did exactly that. <laughs> nice, that's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah but we you knew did... that though. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't in the, you know, but they did in that, I don't know, there was something about yeah, their ones where I, it was it, like, it was everything charming. is red now and that, and that everything is white now. Yeah, but they they took that idea and they put like specific things in it, like on the desert level you had like, like sand things you have to run up and like pyramids and stuff I don't know it was, it was all nice but you see, no, Mario, Mario would do an interesting ice level or an interesting fire level but they their ones just always seems like I just it seemed like if they were making a game where well, it has to have a fire level and it has to have an ice level because we're rare and that's two levels done so mm-hmm. we don't have to think of but did you play Conker's Bad Fur Day? no that was amazing was it that? One of the bosses was a giant turd you yeah. had to throw toilet paper at. I saw that. I, I watched someone playing that, and yeah, okay, so he sings a song, but other than I'm pretty than sure that, one level you had to just like, piss everywhere as well. Well, that might even be multiplayer. See, it that, was great. Again, I suspect this is your teenage you remembering something being better than it actually was. Yeah, probably. Maybe. But yeah, yeah I liked it. Perfect, what was the other one? It was Perfect Dark. Oh, was that rare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was rare. And Jet Force Gemini. Jet Force Gemini. Well, I didn't really like that that much, actually. Yeah, I never really got into that one. Mm. I felt a bit more grown up. Oh, we see that Goldeneye, though. Great. Perfect Dark was alright, but Goldeneye, that's where they peaked. Um, yeah. So, meh. Whatever. You know, another ukulele. Looks pretty and everything. But well, the character design's a bit me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that's like... it. That's 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 rare. It's just really. It's just a bit insipid. Mm. It's well, just the, the new ones unremarkable. kind of make me think of the new Sonic characters. Yeah, like, like a little bit too I don't, creepy. I, I, yeah, I don't think they're as misjudged as as that. I mean, new Sonic. Yeah. What is in the water over there? Because <laughs> that is it is. It's just like a fucking Sonic fan's fever dream or something. It's yeah. very very odd what they've been doing. Um, but yeah, I guess it's kind of they're just kind of desperate. Because they keep on making shitty games, shitty Sonic games, and they thought, well, what can we, 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 I mean, we can't make a good game, so what can we change instead that might make people like this and buy this? Oh, let's make the characters look really stupid and weird and freaky. I, I reckon it won't be long before that effectively you just, one of the, they'll do a version and it'll be like a human that's just been painted blue 
with the hedgehog's face or something. It'll be that disturbing. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Um, that's off topic. Um, so, yeah. Kickstart, not really anything interesting, unfortunately. No. What's happening? We want some, someone proper shit like last month. There was some good shit last with month. With these one pound drawings. One pound drawings. Oh, didn't you say something about that? Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's he abandoned it until after his exams. So he made his money. Yeah, it was literally as soon as it ended, he said, oh, you're not getting them until I've done my exams. Which well, I, hope, I, I, hope I assume he's exams. like a, a 12-year-old boy or something. Mm. So. Yeah, but I think what I think only about, was it about £35 worth of people's podcast backed it or something? Yeah, his, his funding goal was £1, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't difficult to hit. Ugh, awful. <laughs> Um, right, well, I guess that's it, really. Sounds about right. Should we have some ice cream? Yeah. I've already had two. Yeah, but I've got loads, haven't I? You do. Yeah. Uh, right, cheers. Thanks very much. Apologies um, (laughs) for having to listen to that. Uh, I guess we'll see you next month. See ya. Bye.